How does this work? Well, so you're going to you do your again? regular intro? Just the it? regular intro, just this like it always is, right? Welcome to beer school. Yeah, welcome to beer school and, and that. So, but the best part is that I actually have a little soundboard here. That, oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beer is made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and how the future of beer is going to be delivered to you. The best part about Beer School is... The homework. <laughs> the homework is beer. Yeah. And that's normally Motor's line, but Motor's not with us today. He's in Vancouver, uh, as he talks about. rest in peace. <laughs> we'll miss him. We will miss him. Out of the country. <laughs> Out of the country. That's awesome. Yeah, well, anyway. Vancouver's a beautiful place. I, I can Good imagine. Good beer. Good beer. Yeah. Fun place to be. Yep. So, uh, anyway. So, we're here at the 21st Amendment in the dining room, taking a valuable space. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, this, uh, I think this is like $1,000 an hour right yeah, now, John. Exactly. So, uh, you know, so make it quick. I'm <laughs> sure this is like a beer school uh, budget ter- constraint it is, here. It, it is. And, uh, okay. Well, we're breaking the budget because I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I'm with Sean and Nico from the 21st Amendment, the guys in the painting, sitting exactly as if they were in the painting. In front Actually, of- I've, I've been told that's Freddie Mercury in the painting. <laughs> So, and I'm just a knuckle dragon brewer. And he's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, we're not sure if that's flattering or not. I don't know. Anyway, so we're going to, we, uh, our topic tonight is beer in cans. So beer in cans has, at least from my perspective of growing up, ha- is not beer that you want to drink. Can I just get a moment here? Yeah. Oh, the sound <laughs> That's a thing of, beauty. of a beer out of can is not replicable anywhere in the world. No, that's true. A thing of beauty and a wonder to behold. It is. Wonderful sound. But, you know, the, 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 Let me have one the, of thing, that, the thing that goes with this is a lot of people are like, well, it tastes metallic. It it doesn't stay fresh. It's well, the crap my grandfather drank. It's yeah. all preconceived notions, basically. I mean, we have a, we always say that your first, your first beer was probably a bad beer. Oh, yes, and it, it was. It, 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 it may have come in a can. Uh, but essentially, uh, bad beer is bad beer, and canned beer is just a package. So whatever you were thinking before, back in the day, uh, your head is about to explode because this is a this is a great way to showcase great craft beer. It's not it's not in a steel can. It's, it doesn't require a, a church key to open. No steel. You know, no none steel. of that. It's a the can is new technology. Um, it's. Well, how big is the how, how thick is the polymer coating that's on the inside? Oh, that's point zero zero one two seven four. It's really uh, super super thin. So there is a water-based polymer that coats the inside of all modern beer cans, and so the beer does not touch metal. So this myth of metallic flavoring a beer is a throwback to the early seventies when you know you actually had beer touching metal. Right. And uh, the other thing is that if you don't like drinking beer out of a can, pour it in glass. Some people don't like drinking uh, beer out of a bottle, right. so they well, you pour it into a glass. We've talked about this quite a lot, is that you really shouldn't drink the beer out of the vessel that it came in. You should get it into a glass so that you can enjoy the other half of the beer, which is the aroma and the, the Somebody smell. said recently, would you take a 750ml bottle of Chimay Blue and pop it and swig it out of the bottle? <laughs> yeah, you haven't done that before? 
I mean, that's part of the fun. Well, yeah, you mean once, you know, once in a while it's a late drunk night, but it's like the concept of that is just unfathomable. You would never do that. Right. So why would you think that you had to drink a quality craft beer out of the can? Well, on that can right there, it says delivered in a can, served in a glass. Or something like that. Yeah. Beer for a glass from a can. From a can. Surly. Furious. <laughs> I am so furious right now. Actually, we should open this because uh, this beer is out of northern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You can't buy it in California. This is a hand carried back from. Uh, sneak our it last in trip across to... the border. Smuggled yeah, in the luggage. Sneak it across. Hold on. Well, that's a satisfying (laughs) snap. I feel better already. I feel like I just took a hot bath. This beer truly is furious. It's It's a a big, angry, hoppy monster of a brew. Wow, that's that's absolutely amazing. I mean, don't give any of this to Rob (laughs) because he drank our Modus Operandi. No, he didn't. We still have that. Well, he started to. I can't get the, the pop out of the can. Oh, right. So when we open that no, beer, we can't sense. get it. So, what, these, okay. so one of the best parts about cans is that they get the beer cold really fast. You put it in ice, and it's, it's cold in 7 to 12 minutes. Unlike a bottle, which glass is, a, glass is not a good uh, conductor of heat. It'll be, it basically keeps whatever's there, and, and that's it. It's a great uh, insulator of, uh, of cold and heat. Uh, the beauty about cans is that it's so thin that if you want to, uh, you want to take it right down to the temperature you want to consume it at, it's just it's instantaneous. Uh, it affords you that opportunity. Uh, whether if you're on a, a, the great thing about cans is that you can take it places where you can't take glass. Right. So you could take it on a on a river, and I've heard uh, people have told me that they drop the cans in a basket. In the back of a kayak, and then they are able to consume it uh, immediately while enjoying it. Uh, another great opportunity uh, about the can. Like skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Well, I haven't no. heard actually about skydiving. You yet, could take you could take the can on skydiving. And pour sky it, you know, right. above you so yeah. that it falls well, but, into your mouth. But the thing at... is, when you're done with the can at the end of your skydive, you before, throw it up. You just throw it, and it and it won't shatter when it gets. There won't be a a, a, a big shatter. The, the glass <laughs> won't go everywhere. So is. From a from a future beer point of view, is the can the vessel of the future, or are we still going to live with, you know, this, I'm gonna, with I'm the gonna, I'm going to tell you a little story. All right. About four or five years ago, Sean came to me. I was working up here in the front of the restaurant, in the dining room. Sean was back in the brewery, and he came out of the brewery, came out of his cave, <laughs> picked his knuckles up off the ground, came out of the cave, and said, "Nico, I want to talk to you about something. What do you think about the idea?" Putting our beer in cans, and I went, "Oh my gosh, that is the stupidest thing <laughs> I have ever heard. Why would you do that?" But he worked on me and did this, uh, you know, the Vulcan mind trick, and uh, I started seeing the benefits and realizing. And eventually, when you start thinking about what we've been talking about, which is better for the beer, right. you know, completely protects it from light, protects it from air, better for the environment much more recycled than glass, much more environmentally friendly to produce and transport, uses much less energy. 
much better for the consumer, chills faster, easier to transport, all these things. You just start going, this is a complete no-brainer. I mean, everybody's going to be doing this. And the only reason they're not now is because there are certain barriers that are just logistical barriers that are keeping the small brewers out of it. Okay. And those barriers are starting to fall. So, so it's, it's, it's everything from manufacturing to making the can. Yeah, I mean, you can talk about... about yeah, the, b- the big barrier to uh, for craft brewers to get involved in can was, the number one was there wasn't equipment out there available. And so that you started seeing more uh, manufacturers actually putting out uh, equipment that... Uh, tabletop equipment that the small craft brewer could uh, could utilize. The other big hiccup to market was that there wasn't uh, the can manufacturers uh, mandated that you had to buy a lot more cans than uh, than you wanted. So you had to buy millions of cans. So they lowered those minimums. Right. The other big thing is that most of most craft brewers are about uh, bottling. They have all this money and this capital put into uh, bottling their beer. So the idea of jumping ship and going to a new packaging regimen is uh, like cans is uh, is an obstacle. Sure. And those are the major those are the major hiccups to getting the market. It's like Ford retooling their plant, you know, because they have to make different kinds of cars. It's right. just. Well, there's lots of beers that I can see that would benefit from being in a can. For example, uh, where you visited earlier or in the future or next, wherever you're going with uh, the edit of the, your show, is that you went to uh, Trumer Pills. Yep. And that beer would definitely benefit from being in a can. Absolutely. I mean, I think any beer is actually a benefit. I mean, we've gone from producing our Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer, you know, a a light American-style beer brewed with real watermelon juice to a a full-body hoppy IPA to, you know, Monk's Blood, which is a dark Belgian strong beer at 8.5% alcohol. I mean, it just is entirely a vessel. It's nothing more than that. So so I think the answer to your question is, yeah, another five. You already see New Belgium. Is doing cans. Right. Anderson Valley's doing cans. Big Sky's doing cans. Um, a couple other Avery's starting to do cans. Yep. So five years from now, you know, the dominoes are falling. The big boys are going to be there, and it's going to be just another great package for craft beer. If for no other reason than the shipping cost. Yeah. We can, we can fit 30% more beer on a pallet than bottles because of the size and the weight of a can. So you can ship a truck of beer and get 30% more beer for the same price. That's math. That's simple math. I'm not a new math guy. <laughs> That's pretty simple math. <laughs> All right. Well, our producer has said that we've uh, we've got the film that we need to get, but we're going to keep talking. Okay. And we do have some great canned beers here. We've got, um, obviously, the uh, 21st Amendment Brew Free or Die IPA and Heller High Watermelon Wheat. We've also got... Uh, one can of Modus Hopperandi IPA from Ska Brewing in Durango, Colorado. This stuff is great really beer. good. It's just a great, beer. hoppy, malty, full-flavored IPA out of a can. A lot of hop aroma. Uh, we've got the Surly Furious. We've got uh, a can. I brought a ha- can of uh, High Country Pilsner from Mammoth Lakes Brewing Company, which is uh, over in Mammoth Mountain near the ski resort. And finally, a can of Buckbean Original Orange Blossom Ale from the great state of Nevada. Ah, from the great... Well, that's from uh, Reno. It's from Reno. 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 
Anyway, uh, it's just an honor for you to be down here, Foster. I mean, can't believe it. This is your, I think it's your first remote you've done? Well, no, you've actually done other remotes here, have yeah. We've never done one right yeah. here. And I really, you know, I love doing the remotes. I think Yeah, it's remotes fun. are fun. The one remote that we're going to do uh, coming up is uh, with Richard Brewer Hay in his real fake pub. Real fake pub. <laughs> Well, maybe it's a fake real pub. Maybe it's a fake real yeah. pub. I so don't know. It's one that's of the Richard has built. Tell us a story. So the well, it's his story. But uh, the idea is that he went away for a weekend, and when he came back, the pub was built. Uh, the people from while you were out came and did it uh, at the request of Richard's wife. Wow. And. Um, he had no idea that it was going on, and when it was all done and said, it was exactly the thing that uh, it needed to be. Wow. And, it, and the thing that's fun about the real fake pub is you go there, and you don't want to leave there. No, you don't. You want to, like, it's like the McMinimums of Noe Valley. Is this, like, <laughs> you, in you, his basement? It's in or? his basement. Have you been there before? No. Unbelievable. Your head will explode. It's, it is, it, it's the most welcoming place in the world. Does he serve food? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you can yeah. get. Can we yeah. get some fish and chips? Or well, not not fish and chips. No, 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 no. Cheese you can't get fish and chips. It's mac and cheese and whatever the kids are eating. Oh, you know. and it, so it's, it's actually, coming it's from right, upstairs. Well, it's actually right in Noe Valley, so you have opportunity to have anything brought over to you. Right. You know, no, those really no, good, those Noe really Valley good sandwiches. A, There's yeah, the, those really good sandwiches. Does he have a bathtub full of dirty dicks, <laughs> amber, or no idea something like that? No, but he he's a home brewer, so along with the pub, along with the along with the pub is his real beer and that he's made and he's done a bunch of different recipes um, the uh, the uh, the grandpa jack was developed that recipe was developed in right. his backyard and so this is the this is uh, the kind of quirky fun element that you know aside from the brewery tours and the history of the, of the places where these breweries are make the beer world such a wonderful place and and our idea is to pitch a show uh to a TV network yeah. about all things craft beer and, and mainly about the people, you know, about the beer stories, about characters like Richard Brewer Hay, about people that have founded their own breweries, about people that have incredible beer selections in their refrigerators, right. about an Austrian brewery that's transplanted itself, themselves to Berkeley, uh, about uh, English cask ales, about beer festivals, all of these things that. Uh, that are just so sort of tied into the fabric of, of life for people that love craft beer. It's about the big tent of craft beer. <laughs> the big that's tent. Exactly Actually, what it is. that's a term I've never heard before, and that's a great way to describe you it. You can use it. It tent. was for free. I was joking. But it is the big tent craft beer. Wait a minute. You guys are partners. There should be no, you can use that. Wait. Do you have to pay him Foster, first? it's a bit. Okay, go okay, with okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. No, we're actually only speaking to each other because we're on the air. Otherwise, we only talk to each other through lawyers. <laughs> through lawyers. Through lawyers and, yeah, through, and, right through, now. and through Twitter. Yeah. Actually, you're not even on Twitter, are you, Nico? I don't do the tweeting, the Twitter He thing is, actually. It's a, at Nico Freccia, all one word, F-R-E-C-C-I-A. Nico is spelled N-I-C-O. But you'll find a tweet there from, I think, 1995. <laughs> the first tweet ever. I think it's from Ev saying, and like, like uh, yeah. How do you do this thing? I don't. No. It's a four-sided dice. Speaking of speaking of Ev and company, I, I, I rumor is that Spring Tweet is going to make a, a reappearance. Spring Tweet is on tap right now. It's on tap right now. Right now. Yeah, that was a beer we brewed for Twitter. Uh, it was a. Uh, 
It was just kind of like a, uh, a you know, just a fun beer. We just kind of thought it up one day last year. We've had so much great experience with Twitter being great neighbors of ours, not too far away. People having uh, tweet ups here, uh, meetings, uh, you know. Uh, in-face meetings of, of the Twitter community, and uh, and so we thought we'd honor them back. And it was a it, we basically asked them what uh, the Twitter community what beer they wanted to brew and the name of the beer, and uh, huge big outpouring of support. I think it's the first time that a Twitter beer was actually brewed. And the great thing about it is that the folks over at uh, Twitter uh, actually sent over T-shirts and all this, and we had oh, a lot. Cool. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it t-shirts. Great. I never saw any T-shirts. Yeah, we had T-shirts. You didn't have a, it, only cool if it had the whale on it. No, it didn't have the whale on it. Uh, well, it, it was. It would have been a fail though, and it was a great beer. What are you talking about, Foster? <laughs> it was filtered. Why are you throwing me in the bus right now? I'm not. I mean, look at you. I love the whale. It's on okay. tap now. So it are was we filtered are, and put on tonight? Is so. there are, is there a tweet up plan for next week? Uh, no clue at all. Hmm. We should make that happen. We should. Ap- you should make that. I'll happen. make that happen. I'll, all right. twi- I'll Twitter it. Uh, tweet t- it. T- tweet t- it. Is t- it tweet it? Yeah, yeah. tweet it. Uh, Tuesday. 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 Did you try the High Country Pilsner? I did. I love this beer. So this is from Mammoth Brewing Company in Mammoth Lakes, California, on the 395. This is where all the L.A. folks go to ski. Um, And these guys do a bunch of great beers. Foster, which, I'm twittering uh, this moment right now, tweeting this moment right now. Wait, are you what's your, tweeting? Uh, are you, are you, did you just What is it? Is it uh, beer school on one word? Yeah, beer school on okay, one word. Okay, thanks. This golden pilsner is crisp, light, and refreshing. We start, they're not lying either. We start with pristine alpine water from our source at 8,000 feet, brewed with organically grown barley and hops, then can conditioned with active yeast. Now, that's something you don't hear every day, can conditioning. To keep this beer fresh and alive uh, from our brewery and into your hands. Cheers. Ooh, what's this, Rob? Oh, is this spring tweet? Speaking of spring tweet. It's, it's here right now. It's here right now. Yeah. It's an awesome beer. It's got a nice uh, malt bitterness to it. Slight hop aroma. Oh, that's really it's good. It's about high fat. I think it's like five and a half percent alcohol. Well, it doesn't taste five and a half. That's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, easy drinking. Well, this is a really good. This spring is the uh, spring tweet, right here. This is really, really good. Which one? The, the tweet? spring tweet. Oh, is that what you're drinking? Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of double fisting between the high country pilsner because that's really good too. I was actually born with three hands, so I'm triple fisting it right now. That is not a sexual term, by the way. Can condition. So, how much, how much more pressure can the can sustain than the bottle? Well, then the I mean, cans actually take about eighty pounds per square inch of pressure. Actually, that's a lot. Yeah, they were actually designed a long time ago when the first came out from the Kruger Brewing Company uh-huh. in nineteen thirty four. Uh, to withstand a lot more because there were concerns that uh, the pressure uh, imposed on the cans were going to be greater than they actually were. Right. In fact, it's interesting because the American Can Company, I believe, actually convinced Kruger to uh, to put the can out. First Kruger, first can was Kruger Cream Ale, and uh, they uh, they gave them they basically the equipment to can it because they were trying to convince them. Kruger was going through kind of a downfall in their like production. The old man wasn't doing very well. They needed something to revitalize. Sales. The first cans they make were only 2,000 cans. That's wow, less those, than a couple of cases, a couple can, of pallets of beer. So those, That's my little history lesson right now. Those cans, if you take uh, issue with any of that, please uh, send them to johnfoster.com. It's actually info at beerschool.com. That's what I was going to say. Or writer at beerschool.com. 
Um, yeah, there you go. I didn't well, you know, the silence with the... <laughs> that was a little bit awkward, wasn't it? The thing about the 21st Amendment can craft beer is basically this. With our whole packaging, the fact that we're putting it in a recyclable uh, package and that we're, as well as the six-pack holder, which is not your normal high cone or the plastic rings, we're putting it in a cardboard box. The entire package is, uh, is, is recycled. We've, we've had fun with the names from just calling it like John Foster IPA or Nico Freccia Watermelon Wheat. We call it Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew for Your Diet. Is that we wanted to, we wanted to speak craft beer without saying craft beer. Sure. Wow. That's heavy. Hmm. Because you don't want to ram it down their throats. No, you don't. You want it to, yeah. be, you want it to be fun. And that's been, yeah. that's been the tradition of the names of the beers uh, on the board. You want to have fun with it. You don't want to just call it, like, Amber Wheat or Mahogany Porter. You want to call it something. You want it, like, Monk's Blood. That's a unique name. It is a unique name. Or beer school. Well, yeah, and I still have to thank everybody uh, at the table for yeah. letting me make that beer. That was beer that school was, by John Foster. Yeah, beer school by John. That's the whole name by TM. the way. TM. Yeah. <laughs> it's we kind of beer school. We had to give you, I think, a dollar. A, I made no money. A dollar a barrel on that, I think, or something. I made no money on that. All right, I'm gonna crack the Modus Hop brand. I awesome. Uh, uh, that's a really. Oh, that's a joyous wow. sound. There you go. That's a winner. I need a cigarette. Yeah. So normally the the noise in the background is me putting it there in post. The noise this is, is real noise. The noise is the real noise. Oh, it's a busy Wednesday night. It's full, and uh, the kids are enjoying the spring tweed. And the have you tried the roasted American yet? I have, and I like it. I, I like, like it. it. I like it a lot. It's really wonderful. Um, I have to say, I'm not a fan of of a cheap date. I enjoy that. I, I mean, for a beer that's 3% in alcohol, it does not taste like nothing. It, it's got a little hot flavor. It's sure. got some crispness and I'm, some grainy flavors to not, it. I'm just not a fan. That's fine. You don't have to be a fan. I you know, know I don't have to be a fan. I don't have to like every one of the beers. I'm okay with it. If it was... Um, for now. If it was opening day and hot outside and you could drink four cheap dates and hardly catch buzz but get some flavor and feel a little glow, you'd be a happy guy. I had the best date ever at Magnolia the other night. Oh yeah, what happened? Um, I ordered it. It was on the menu. Oh, it was wow. it was the uh, the the devils on horseback. Have you had them? Wait, I'm, I, is Magnolia a local? Um, they're a local hooker place. <laughs> or I'm, Wait, what you, I'm what? a little confused as to what you're saying. <laughs> no, Magnolia is the pub on on uh, Masonic and Hate in the lower in the upper. Ah uh, yes. And so they had the dish is called Devils on Horseback. And it's, I think I've had that before. It's dates wrapped in bacon, stuffed with goat cheese. Is that like an enigma wrapped in a question, wrapped in a conundrum, <laughs> or whatever they say? <laughs> It was so good. Anyway, best date ever. That sounds good. Yeah. So I'm liking this, uh, what is this? The green beer. Modus Hoparenda. Modus Hoparenda. From Ska Brewing in Durango, Colorado, where the cowboys stare at their shoes and the cowgirls stare at yours. It's quite good. All these beers are, are to be... It just shows to show you that the can is not a hiccup to getting involved with craft beer. You, you, it is merely a vessel, and then you can put anything. And you've got like uh, Oscar Blues with their 1050, the Imperial Stout, or the Monk's Blood with the Dark Belgian Strong Beer. Uh, it, it's, it's not what your grandfather was drinking out of a can. 
which wasn't very good. No, no probably no. not. I think my first beer out of a can was Ham's. I think I had it when I was 17 <laughs> at, a, at a party in Palos Verdes. The parents were out of town, and I think I might have even made out with some chick that night, I think. Awesome. That was yeah. a great night for you. It was an amazing night. Making out and getting drunk. Yeah. My first drunk was Miller High Life out of a can. In, Miller? Uh, in in uh, Swampskit, Massachusetts. That's Swampskit? Is that even a real place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I can top that story. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I was by, no, you can't possibly I top was by that. The, I was by the lake. Uh, we just graduated from high school, and we were at this, at this party, this after-after party, and the beer was red, white, and blue. What's that? It's, it was a local beer. Local Where was this? In in, in uh, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Yeah, and so the beer was this this swill called Red, White, and Blue, and it was in a, in a can that was, in fact, Red, White, and Blue. And uh, Eric just reminded me that when we were in college, we would buy this beer that was like... <laughs> Eight ninety nine a case, mm-hmm. and it was a white box, and it was called F and A with big black letters. <laughs> F and A. Am I F allowed to swear? And we were just like, let's go get some of that fucking A beer. It's just <laughs> F and A beer, <laughs> and it was just some local regional brewery, total cheap swill. But favorite beer in the can today? Uh, what, are, what what has your attention? Um, aside from our plug beers, it, plug it. Right? <laughs> Well, you uh, can say that your own beer is your favorite beer, and I would because because it's really good beer. Yeah. It's one of the only, well, it's... I mean, honestly, I think the Monk's Blood it, right now is among the best beers I've ever had in my life, and I'm not saying that. If, if I you know didn't know it was mine, I would say that. It's just really developed. But, um, God, there's so many great breweries in cans. I, I mean, I think Ska's doing great things in cans. Um, we have a, a bunch of breweries back east. Surly is doing great things in Surly Kansas. is amazing. I mean, we brew our beer out in uh, in Minnesota. Yeah. Anytime I go out there, I drink Surly Furious, and I freaking love that beer. I go to a little place called uh, the Black Sheep Pizza. It's in Minneapolis. Uh, it's uh, coal-fired pizza, which was the original fuel source for uh, uh, firing pizza back in the day in Brooklyn and Pittsburgh and the East Coast. And they have Surly Furious on draft. I drink the shit out of that when I'm back there. <laughs> I know the whole staff. Last time I got to go up back and look at the oven, it was awesome. Is it still coal-fired? Coal-fired. Wow. I am opening the Orange Blossom Ale. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, Frach, don't make a mess. Don't make a mess. Uh, Your so kids are probably can listening. Can I have a towel? So, wait. So, or Sean, you're my... drinking that from the can or, or just locally? It's on draft when I'm uh, having it at... Uh, but, you know, draft is just nothing but a big can, really. Exactly. Nico makes a great point. When you think about ke- kegs, it's just a larger can. And we all like a large can. <laughs> Actually, um, all joking aside, because we're not that funny, um, we are doing. We do a draft. We do. We do our beers in cans. We've got the watermelon IPA, the Monk's Blood. We're starting to do some seasonal beers, but we also do some draft-only releases that we do every quarter, essentially, to the places that we distribute. And the idea is to, you know, do some of the favorite beers at the pub and offer them for the general public. We call that our big can draft series because it essentially is a, a keg only, but that's just a big can, and uh, it's 
enjoying it the same way that you would one of these. I very much loved Back in Black. Oh, yeah? It was good. It's a good beer. It's still out there. Uh, in some places, it's still out there. I think I just saw somebody pouring it up in the uh, in Washington, Oregon area. So this beer, the Orange uh, Blossom the Buck, from Buck Bean Brewing Company, Orange Blossom Ale, and it's made with uh, orange blossom water. Oh, it's really refreshing. It's delicious. So it's, uh, it's unique, and it's actually interesting because they're having fun with the uh, sizes. There, this beer comes in a 16 ounce can, where your normal uh, can size is, of course, 12 ounces. It's a it's a really cool looking can. I like the color scheme lots, and the beer um, the beer is uh, well, it's a surprise at first. It, it is. You have a you have like a it's like this orange blossom essence. Yeah, it's a, a little unfamiliar flavor, maybe along the lines of watermelon. But uh, you, uh, it's very, 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 very refreshing. All right. Well, the best part about beer school is the homework. The homework is beer. So your homework this week is to go find your local craft beer in a can. Now, in California, this is pretty easy to do because this beer is in Whole Foods. It's in uh, your local market. It's it's in lots of places. But in other places around the country, it's not so easily found. You have to ask for you it. You have to ask for it. So and if, bring it in. if it's not there, ask your ask your, your guy. Ask your beer uh, purveyor. Your, your good people. Your good beer people. Yeah. Say, please to give me uh, 21st Amendment Hell or High Watermelon Beer. Or help me get 1050 from Oscar Blues. Or help me get... Um, Surly. Surly Furious. So there's lots of beer. you got to ask for it. You have to ask for it. And if you don't ask for the beer, it's not going to show up. And the guy's not going to be a mind reader, and he's not going to find that. So part two of your homework is? Go out and find the cans. Go out and find the cans. And if it's the part two is, if it's not there, please ask. 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 And, uh, and get it there. Because it's okay. really it's a better vessel. It makes beer... Ask for craft beer in a can. What are you? What do you have to offer as far as craft beer in a can is concerned? That's that's the question too. That's the question. That's it. What do you have to offer as is uh, man craft beer beer in a can in a can please or sometimes canned craft beer. I think that's a great homework. It is a good homework. Well, it's it's uh, it's always like that. Well, we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is class dismissed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, John. That was awesome, dude. Thanks for coming cool. down, taking your time to come down here. And uh, did you see? I have to. I have to show off just a bit. Did you see? The logo for the uh, China. China. So we did the show. We did the show called "I Like Chinese," and I made this is oh, beer, this is, a, this is the, the the beer school logo, but I put the Chinese uh, letters. So your beer kanji. school logo on your computer right now says "Beer School" in Chinese. Yes. Well, there you go. You have like a billions of people over there that are going to be turned on and, you. Right and the now. best part is, look, it looks like brewing equipment. So this is it's the like word for school. Well, this, this actually is the word means for school, and that's. Can 
of beer drinking man in forest with animals. With sleeping tongs. With sheep. <laughs> anyway, I had a good time making that. And the research about that was fun, too. Well, hopefully you got it right because it might come back and say that you like to sleep with cows or something. <laughs> and that would be terrible. I enjoy young girls with leopard skin. Well, Sean and Nico, thank you very much. For Foster, thank you so much. You are an avid supporter of the 21st Amendment. We love you. Uh, please carry the flame forward and uh, don't drop a plate like it's we just heard. We just heard the plate drop. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to doing, uh, doing more shows and being part of this. And I have to put you on the spot, Nico. Yes, sir. Ten, ten year spot. anniversary party is, yes. is, oh, wow. is whoa, up and whoa, coming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. August 8th, 2010. You two playing live at the 21st Amendment. That's right. <laughs> Bono, The Edge, Adam Mullen. Oh, that's going to happen. Clayton and the oh, other guy. That's oh, going to be epic. It, oh, epic. Epic. So if you're not a regular, we're going to have at least one. one, probably two, three bands. We're going to have barbecue in the alley. We're going to have beer flowing all day. We're going to have, it's just going to be a party like nothing you've ever seen. That is epic. And at 5 o'clock, the lights dim, the edge, Bono, they're coming off their tour, making a detour. Bono (laughs) is a personal friend of mine. I asked him for a favor. (laughs) Adam Clayton Powell, Larry Mullen, all of them here to represent. That's cool. And And. Zambo, our new brewer, and I, I rested this out of the cold, dead grip of Sean's hands. I said, I'm going to brew a beer with Zambo. So we're working on a beer. And it started off as a Saison. I'm not going to give it away, but it's turned the corner. And it's not going to be a Saison. Oh. It's going to be something yeah, very we'll see what that we talked, very special. We talked about this. The 10th anniversary. We talked about this, and this was fun. I remember this night. Oh. That was cigars and beer. It's that was when rock we, That was when we, when we uh, pre-tried Beer School to Beer. Yes. That was when we came up with In, that. Yeah, yeah, out of it for minute. Absolutely. All right. Killer. All right. Thanks, Sean awesome. Foster. All right. Foster, thank Good you stuff. again. Good. Uh, I'm going to drink the spit bucket now. Ow. <laughs> Attaboy. No, the kid's going to be. Fun, man. The kid's going to be disappointed. Thank you. Thank you. Are we going to go over to his house? Uh, 